0: Boys and girls, welcome back to After A Few Podcast, episode 32. Woo! We've had an exciting week of college football. Next up, NFL. Stick with us. Here we go. Woo!
1: How ridiculous. This guy's serious right now? a little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. O.H. Wait.
2: Here we go. We are proud to have partnered with Minuteman Tickets, 99.7 The Blitz, and Triple Play Sports Cards for the 2018 Minuteman Pick'em Contest. The Minuteman Pick'em is a free-to-enter football pick'em competition. It's really easy. Go sign up at www.minutemanpick'em.com and pick the winners of the games each week throughout the season. If you place in the top 10 of all pickers for that week, you earn a point. And the most points wins the grand prize, which is a pair of tickets to the Big Ten championship game. Sign up by Saturday, September 1st at 11.55 to enter Week 1. And even starting late is fine. Just be in the top ten each week to get a point. Weekly winners are also chosen and will receive gift cards, autographed items, and apparel. The competition will last the entirety of the college football season. So go sign up now to compete at www.minutemanpickem.com. All right, boys, like you said, we got week one college football on the books. We went down to the shoe, saw them Buckeyes play. What would you guys think?
0: Well, thought it was what it was going to be. Just a good old-fashioned butt kicking. Um, Haskins, man, what can you say? Can't say enough about him. Three thirteen, five five TDs, had the one pick, but 22 of 30,
1: what a game. I mean – it just opens up so much when you have Haskins with weapons and then you got Mike Weber and then Dobbins. I mean, Dobbins didn't even, you know, Dobbins started the game. Uh, Weber got going. So they wrote the hot hand. I mean, Weber went bananas. Now, if one of those two does that every week and then you put Haskins throwing with a hundred yard receiver every week, how many people touch the ball here? I want to let's, let's listen to this. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 people had a catch. Okay. That's spreading the wealth and I love it.
0: Yeah, um, I think KJ Hill. I mean, he it, wasn't top receiver, but he had the most receptions. Yeah, he did have the most receptions and man, I think him in a slot, he looked really good.
1: Yeah, I mean him and then you got Mac. The problem is Mac is like another slot guy. So when they when they open it up even more, then they got Paris Campbell. To Paris Campbell demands a deep ball, so these guys are going to be open year round, just yeah, in the, I, in, the I, in the ten yard range. I did
0: think that too. I don't think um, I would have liked to see more deep shots taken. There was, I mean, there was a couple. um There was good catching runs after the you know yeah. after the fact, but just taking that shot deep, I didn't see for me enough.
1: It was it was way too easy over the middle. I mean, right. their run game was just. So it was hard to get in a rhythm of like, hey, we're going to do this. Then it was like Tate came in and played two series, um, so that and things kind of got weird when he came in. You know, like they they just looked kind of out of the funk. Then Haskins came back in. and It was just yeah. Back Tate over came again.
0: in for what one series? Came in first and second down.
1: Right. Comes third
0: and eight, third and nine. You see Haskins trotting back out on the field and yeah. I was really
1: excited to see Tate play this game, but. Dude, it, he just it, he's just in a bad spot I mean I think he's got like a little bit he, he reminds me of like Baker like I mean he's I, got I, that he's got that like Baker mentality but he's just in a bad spot yeah right now. I mean I
0: just feel like too like when he came in everybody knew what they were gonna do yeah it was a it was a run and, negative three yards four yards something like that I just well I feel like with Tate you're going back to JT ball and you know haskins like we've just been talking about it opens up so much you know pass game run game yeah. he he only had two carries dude can run the ball too though yeah i mean he can so he
1: can get away from pressure but he is such a pop pocket passer it's unbelievable i mean he's got a cannon right the boy has a cannon speaking of running ball who do you guys like better uh, at this point dobbins or weber I just like the one-two punch. Like, you have the capabilities of, like, riding the high hand, which they did. Like, Dobbins started that game. Mike Weber was, you know, he was the backup, but he's still going to get his run. They ran 35 times together, you know, for what?
0: Uh, Weber ran for 186.
1: 260-some yards or 220 yards combined, three touchdowns. I mean, you put that... I mean, that's why they scored 77 points. That's like
0: 260 yards. (laughs) Good job, math magician. But, um, (laughs) no, all I'm saying is I like Dobbins still more. I think Dobbins kind of gives you – I still think he gives you more of a threat with the passing game. He's explosive. Like he has that
1: first step difference, I think.
0: And he hits – when he hits that hole. But I I think they gave him a lot of inside runs too. It didn't give him much – I don't know. He's better it, it, on the perimeter. Right. He's quicker. They're right.
2: di- they're two different backs. I right. think it'll be a good tandem think, backfield um, that way. I agree with Yeah, you. but I, they, there they, was they, a
0: couple times, too. Like, the one touchdown I think they scored, they had both Weber and Dobbins in. Yeah. And I think Weber was almost lined up in the slot. I, it, yeah. I, I mean, was at the other end of the field, but it almost looked like he was lined up in the slot, and they gave him, like, on a you know, end around. Problem deal.
1: is they have so many, those guys are all playmakers. So they need to be on the field. Like even a swing pass is just as good as a, uh halfback pitch. Like you're, right. you got them out in space. Like we got blockers in front. They, they looked impressive. Like I think, and I only watched, I didn't watch Clemson play the Alabama and Ohio state. Like just, they look better. They're, they're different. Like they're just different. And now I didn't see Clemson play, but and i mean now we talked about we talked about the offense the
2: offense looked good it was good to see the high octane you know a lot of different looks let's talk about defense briefly because i think we can agree that's where they've got some work to do This defense
0: yeah most definitely had some uh work to do uh i don't know you got your guys that are back you got bosa two fumble recoveries one for a td um so their defensive line's impressive. Uh, I think that growing pains are in the secondary. Maybe once you get to that second level, their running back did uh, have 11 carries for 168 yards, two TDs. So
1: I mean that's no that's not chump change against a supposedly top five best defense in the country.
0: He was good. Um, he was he was pretty good. Their their backup their starting quarterback only played one series, maybe two series. Then their uh, backup, I thought, was more impressive. They they had those right. uh, yeah screenplays, screenplays. I was ready to kill somebody watching their <laughs> like I'm like yeah, but it they're just in a
1: screenplay you, every series. They're just trying to do you know at that point they're trying to do a fire drill, see if they can throw right. anything but off and try to score. As but. as
0: I feel like as a defensive coordinator or even as a linebacker, defensive lineman, you have to know that's coming. They've had so much success with it in the first couple, you know, series that it's coming. Stay
2: disciplined, stay home.
1: Right, yeah. come on, problem, dude. Like, Well, right now the linebackers can't guard the other rec- the receivers. And um, the thing about it is, no matter what, Joey Bosa's probably not going to have, like, a statistical crazy good year. Yeah. Or not Bosa, uh, <laughs> little Bosa. Nick I mean, Bosa. Bosa. Nick, he isn't going to have a <laughs> explosive, like, year stat-wise. I think he's going to have, like, the fumble recovers and everything. He's getting double-teamed. So the other guys are going to get sacks, and that's why i mean he's he's all a, a part of the you know formulation but that's right they're he, gonna run away from it so, and everything
0: else yeah i mean i agree I, but I
1: i they're gonna they're gonna mature i'm glad the offense peaked before the defense I, because i we knew we know the defense at some point is gonna get tougher and they're gonna you know lock down some people and they got to or they're not gonna play
0: i mean i think yeah you look back to last year indiana week one last right. year you know we the got, secondary ward got was torched.
1: getting ward was getting yeah. torched by semi cobbs.
0: so i mean I, I i do think there's growing pains um Like you said, yeah, it was good to see the offense out there first and, you know, let the defense have their struggles here in these first couple of weeks, but they'll be there. Yep.
2: Agreed. Uh, It was fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch them grow this season. A lot of exciting things come from the Buckeyes. Let's talk about some of the other games that happened this week, last week, that were notable. Um, Start with Michigan
1: versus Notre Dame. Aaron, what do you got? I I mean, it was a decent game. The problem I'm seeing is these teams, I mean – I watched Ohio State and Alabama, so it, the problem is I'm I'm looking at the eye test now. I'm a Ohio State homer, and I'll i agree to that all day. But I'm going to tell you how like Michigan. I don't understand why they can't put it together. Their their defense, they give up 14 quick points, and then they can't score. Shea Patterson, he he had glimpses of like greatness, and then it, like he just didn't do anything. Like his the pro style offense, I could tell. I mean, you could tell like he was not comfortable. He ran it. He what do you got had negative yards running, like that just doesn't happen. I, they couldn't protect him either. So, all right, they can't yeah, get the ball. Negative, they can't get the ball in the end zone.
0: Yeah, negative twenty one yards for Shea Patterson rushing. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they both both defenses gave up th- around three hundred yards. You know, Michigan had three hundred seven total yards offense. Three hundred two for the Irish.
1: So. I, I mean, know. and the Winbush, their uh, Notre Dame's quarterback didn't even play like that good. He had 170 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Like, not, neither of the teams played well. Somebody had to win that game. Now I think Michigan is going to like take some. They need to get better. Like, flat out, I'm tired of rooting against Michigan. the The fact of the matter is, we need them. Like at the end of the year, we need them to be ranked, so we can hate on Michigan all we want, but. At some point, they need to help us. They need to help the Big Ten out and start winning some games. Like, yeah, I don't know. Harbaugh, I think well, well, yeah. Harbaugh is. What's, your, uh, what's people, your
0: effect here? I mean, people are churning big games and big games. Harbaugh's has yeah. maybe a five hundred I mean, bowl games under five hundred. That was going to so. be my
2: next point. How much of this is due to Harbaugh? Because we've seen his career, not only in college but in the NFL, he's kind of had some discombobulated teams. He's really had a hard time getting his teams to
1: gel and work together as one. How much of that is a a factor? I think it's just the offense honestly. You you take kids from high school and you try to teach them this pro style offense. It's not it's not it's not as easy as like snapping the ball to the quarterback and JT running it right up the middle. It's different. Like it has signals it has calls that you just don't understand and then you take a running quarterback. He's a runner. Like he he is good in the pocket, but he is a natural runner and then you make him try to stay in the pocket and then it's like they can't block
2: can't sure. get open
1: i don't know they yeah, they, I, I, their defense looked good like their defense looked good after they gave up 14 points but the offense has to score and personally i didn't think notre dame looked that much better they just scored the 14 points before michigan did
0: right i think that was a case of being at home for notre dame um big game first first game of the year shea patterson first game with hardball you know so i think there were some factors in there but Man, it's just a game Michigan had to have. I feel like I, I feel like yep. they
1: had to have it, and there was a couple other game, you know, a couple other games like that this weekend that are have way too big of like playoff and like implications too early. I, I, I think yep. you need a week, like I, you have to have a week.
0: I do think, though, as far as playoff implications, I mean, you still the way Michigan played, you can say you can count them out. But with Michigan being in the Big Ten, Notre oh, Dame yeah. not being in a conference, you're looking at playoff implications. You're saying, okay. Maybe Notre Dame needed this game more, just because they're not in a conference; they're not going to have that conference championship. But, I mean, Michigan.
1: Right, but the win means nothing if Michigan loses five games. Right, as at the end. Right. So, right. Fair yeah. point. I mean, they're like Michigan State played terrible this yeah. weekend. Let's talk about that
2: game, Michigan State versus.
1: Utah we watch. We watch that at the Winking Lizard.
0: I think that was a, that was a Friday night game. Uh,
1: It's hard to get. I understand it's hard to get pumped up on a Friday night game, but it's the first week of college football. Like, what's going on now? Utah, Utah State's quarterback. That boy, that boy did some. uh, He looked good. He did some work. Three
0: hundred nineteen passing yards. He did have the two
1: picks. Um, Yeah, look how many rushing yards he had. Oh, negative two. (laughs) So (laughs) they had.
0: They passed the ball really well. It looks like. I mean, I don't know. Michigan State. I think it was just.
1: I don't know. They squeaked it out, and then what was the other game? Uh, Penn State, Appalachian State. Yeah,
2: let's talk about that. One of the one of the craziest games. You know. <laughs> talk so, about the Big Ten. It, it about been, happened again. Michigan
1: many, about happened again. To right. the
0: day. How many years? I can't remember how many it was. Five, six years now? To the day? Maybe longer than that. Oh, it's been more than that. It's, it's been, been like more, eight years. Yeah, yeah. Was, okay, to the day, I think. Um, had a... 56 yarder to win it at the end of the, with 20 seconds left. Yeah. Um originally lined up originally lined up to go for it on fourth down. Um at that point Penn State had no timeouts. Appalachian State was still sitting with two. Right. Called timeout chose to kick the field goal had the distance just I think
2: it was wide right. Um Little real time fact checking here. That was 11 years 11 ago. 11 years. Okay. That Appalachian State beat Michigan. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Michigan.
1: And seriously, but, I mean, they gave Penn State, like, a top 10 team, a top team in the Big Ten, they gave them problems. Now, I th- is it week one? Are we just going to say week one?
0: I think you got to look at it kind of like week one. I think it also is maybe a uh, – even – it's Appalachian State. They had 11 years ago. It was 11 years ago, but between then and now, like, yeah, they've had a couple wins probably against some bigger-name schools, but –
2: And they're tough. Like they come to play every single year. Right. So they want to be that disruptive team that upsets one of the bigger teams. So
0: I think it was a little bit of uh, miss, uh, you know, underestimating them.
1: Right. But listen, if you're getting on these teams' schedule, like no one is going to want to schedule Appalachian State. You right. should not want to schedule Appalachian State first week. Right, That's first and foremost. Don't ever do that. That's not Again, a tune-up game. That's a setup for an upset. Right exactly, is, is what it is. Because if you're a top team, no matter what, people are going to be going for you. But then if it's Appalachian State, it's just like haunting memories are now like they're going to keep going. I don't know. It's kind of right. like playing uh, VCU in the NCAA. NCAA. Like, it's like, it got okay, a point. who does VCU even have? Okay, they were good that one year. Let's, I think they can win a few games. It's like, yeah, whatever.
2: Fair enough. All right, last game I want to recap. Uh, Maryland beats Texas 34-29. to uh, Two years in a row.
0: Two years in a row, there was, I think, uh, Maryland was up 20 points at one time. Yep. Texas came back, take the lead, then they went into weather delay.
1: Ugh. So you can
0: say what you want, maybe had something to do with it, but I think Maryland, um,
1: they got their number.
0: Yeah. But this was a big game for Maryland too, just because they were yeah um, with the Durkin. Right. Recognize him. They had a big thing. First play of the game. They uh, took a delay game. Good on Harmit and Herman for, uh, you know, declining that. Um, yeah, I think that was a case of who wanted it more. Right. You know, um,
1: it's, it's, Hard, like, because I listen to these interviews that, like, Herman's doing and, you know, like, the culture's changing down there. Now, it's only been two years, okay? But let's not talk about a full culture change when you're losing the first week of the season to Maryland two years in a row. You can't be talking about a culture change. That's just manning up. This team has, like, been kicked in the rocks. Like, these these guys have been going through the DJ Durkin thing. The guy, I mean, come on. Like, a guy died. On, they, they're going through some stuff. And it's impressive for them to come out, but it's pathetic that Texas, they can't get ready, they can't get they can't get motivated. After last week, they basically crumbled their national championship hopes the first game of the season again. That's get motivated. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. There are a lot of good games
2: last week. Uh, there are going to be some good ones coming up. Before we get to the next week games preview, let's talk about the AP poll rankings. Um, Top five, you've got Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Wisconsin, um, then followed by Oklahoma, Auburn, Notre Dame, Washington, Stanford. That's your top ten. So what are your
1: thoughts after one week of football with uh, AP poll standings? My top ten, so basically Wisconsin or Ohio State jumped Wisconsin as the only change in the top five, um, which I agree with. Ohio State's definitely a better team like just watching the first game of the season, then Wisconsin. Oklahoma, I didn't get to see play. Auburn moves up, obviously, because of the Washington win. Now, the thing that I hate about this is they set it up. Auburn and Washington... Like, I know... So now Auburn has the trump card on Washington, but it's going to be crazy to see how it goes, goes throughout because if Washington wins the conference, then you know what happens. Then they should probably get the automatic bid, but Auburn beat them, so... Watch for that, and I think Notre Dame jumping to eight from twelve is beyond ridiculous. But so you're ta-
0: you're telling me Michigan drops out of the top twenty because they lost to a Notre Dame ranked Notre Dame team at home? Um, I
1: I understand what you're saying, but I watch. I mean, you
0: you have Washington that didn't even drop a spot. You know, they played a ranked Auburn team. I they mean, just flip
1: flopped, right? Basically,
0: uh, Auburn just moved up. Yeah. To one position. Washington State at number nine. Biggest jump, LSU. I mean, LSU deserves to they be there. Beat, but but I here's my
1: thing. Listen to this. As you keep scrolling down the AP top 20 or 25, I want you to see something here. OK, because at the end, there was some good games. Now, Maryland won North Northwestern beat Purdue. I really feel like the SEC is homering this boy with Florida number twenty five, South Carolina number twenty four. They're just throwing SEC teams in there.
0: Yeah, this is AP though. I mean, so this is not your college football playoff rankings yet. I know it just so gets me frustrated. It, it just,
1: right, and it's like okay, let's let's throw them at the bottom. So it's like, oh yeah, um, LSU just beat a number twenty five South Carolina, so that must look more impressive. Maybe, Uh, yeah. I I just get upset with it. But Ohio State moved up. They're in the fourth spot. I think well-deserved. I think they, honestly, if I had to rank them like we were doing the first four in, first four out, like, honest to God, I'd probably go Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, mean, you're looking
0: at um, just kind of moving on a little bit of that, talking about next week, too. You're looking at a big game as well, Georgia sitting at number three, and South Carolina is peaking into the top twenty-five. I do believe they play this yeah week but in see, South Carolina. That, that's
1: proving my point right there. Now they just set it up on CBS to be the CBS game of the week, SEC country, and it's a two-ranked teams playing. It's going to be a battle of all. We're, so, we're going to yeah, muscle I mean, it I mean, out. I'm listening,
0: to, I'm listening to ESPN radio this morning, and they are just South Carolina fans are calling in, just loving it right now. They are pumped. I mean, they feel like they're back. They have a chance now. Hey, it's, Muschamp
1: is no joke. Yeah, like he, I, he, 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 I don't think he accomplished what he should have at Florida because of the pro, like the program. Mm-hmm. Once a primary coach leave, once Urban left, then it's like then you got to pick up the pieces. And I think other programs have had that, you know, and are going through that. Um, but I'm okay with the 25 right now. Whatever. All right. Um,
2: Moving on to some of the matchups coming up uh, this week. Uh, first, we'll talk about Ohio State Rutgers. Uh, I don't know how much there is to talk about there. It's Rutgers.
1: Well, first thing I want to say is uh, my sister and Hayden are getting married this weekend, so we're not going to be able to be at the Buckeye game. I mean, all three of us. At
2: least it's. At least she had the courtesy to do it on the week they so play Rutgers. So here's
1: the here's the short story. She did it. She scheduled it on a. Bi- this was supposed to be a bye bi- week. Then they moved the game. Uh. So I'm gonna give her a pass. I'll right. give her and him a pass. That's because, fair. I mean, they're diehards, but you can't expect people to not pay attention. All right. Score so, projections. What do you think score's score score projections? Yeah, sixty-three to ten. I think defense. We get it figured I, out. I think
0: yeah, maybe ten. I still think they score up around seventy again. I, I'm hoping. I'm looking for the deep ball. I'm looking for the deep ball again, man. I think if they get that deep ball rolling, you score 80 points. Yeah. And, and um, it,
1: you got the, the you got the run game too. You have
0: so. I mean one one thing with this too that kind of I'll say it, it kind of scares me is you got Urban back in practice but not on the sideline.
1: I agree.
0: So that kind of I don't know. That kind of throws a wrench in things. Like, I don't think that's a big factor. Though, you don't to be think honest so?
2: No, I think it's a good thing. You're still in a tune-up game, basically in your second game of the season. Right. You've got him back running them in practice. You know, he's not going to so, be on the sidelines, but they're going to know how to run his show. You know, right. he so can put his assistant coaches in charge, and it's it's going to be better than it was week one because he will at least have had run the practice. So,
0: all week. Yeah. Something I did kind of notice I forgot to mention was like saw Ryan Day kind of coaching the offense only to start this game. Yeah. And as the defense struggled, he was in on defense, you know, on on those huddles and stuff like that. So, I don't I don't know. I just feel like that okay, are we going to run Ryan Day's game plan or are we going to run Urban's game plan? And no, we're under Ryan Days. Okay, I'm really scared right now after seeing Haskins last week of Urban's game plan. I don't know. I just feel like we're not
1: switching that. He's the Ryan Day is the offensive of coordinator, and that's that. I don't think Urban. I think Urban is more of trying to take a not not a back row, but kind of like an overseer, right? And so, I and, and I hope And, and he, he almost has to take that position after now, last week, after yeah. these three weeks. Like he has to be like, right. you have to go. You're the especially, one leading on Saturday. Go,
0: especially if you're putting up these big points, and well, we'll see what happens with TCU in a couple of weeks, and the but, two
1: and a half weeks that he wasn't there for practice. Somebody had to get him ready, right? You know, so what I'm that's saying? what I'm saying. So, it's just like I think there's confidence. a couple
0: different factors. You got Urban back and practice. So, what game plan are we going to run here and go from there? But. I think they can
2: put up 80. Hopefully their uh, defense can tighten up this week. Now, I'm not nervous yet, but we'll talk, you know, before next week. Um, Also notable coming up, uh, number 15 USC plays number 13 Stanford.
1: Yeah, so let's just talk about the other game, too. There's not, I mean, I'm kind of glad we got a wedding this weekend, but not really. There aren't a lot of great games. There's nothing. This is it. This is it, boys. The
2: last two we have talked
1: about are USC Stanford and uh Penn State and Pitt. Yeah, so the one is uh USC Stanford is the 8:30 game on Fox, then Penn State plays Pitt. The uh in-state rivalry, that's going to be a blowout. I, <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: Watch watch out for Pitt after, you know, they 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 see Penn State can be beat. Okay, now okay. they see they can be beat, right? Now I'm seeing So so you can see they can be beat. It's at Pitt. I it's at Pitt, so it's at um Heinz Um We'll see how big they, how how packed that's going to be. Um, but you just look at it, I think that it, it has the potential to be a really good game. I think it was a couple years ago, two, three years ago, Pitt actually beat Penn State. Um, I, ain't, I ain't buying it. Yeah, I know they so, did, but so, I'm not buying that. But yeah, I think Penn State is, they're going to tighten well, it. Well, they're going to need to bounce they're gonna back after they are showing up, last yeah. week, yeah. They're so, going to tighten it up. Slim Pickens. It's only eight and a half. It's only spreads eight and a half right now.
1: That's Kind of weird, right? So and Pitt, I'm, Pitt, all I'm saying that's Pitt, all I'm Pitt, saying. The past like two years, honest to God, has been unbelievably terrible. Like, but they play the p- worst. They I've play Penn
0: State tough, and they always play at least one. What are they in the ACC? Yeah, who's one the other A- team? Who, I they forget. play Clemson tough. They had Clemson beat
1: last year. Yeah, they did.
0: They had Clemson beat last year. With I the mean,
1: field goal, right? Oh boy, don't bring up bad memories. So I, well, that's all I'm <laughs> saying is Pitt. They're sneaky
0: good, but I think after last week, Penn State Titans are shit up. All do, right, we'll,
1: we'll see.
2: Uh, all I have to say, boys, it's it's football season. I love it. Um,
1: Not only is it football season, but it's football season on Thursday night, on Friday <laughs> night, on Saturday <laughs> and, night, on Sunday night, on Monday night. and that's My what, wife, they don't even know what to do.
2: And that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, NFL kicks off this week um, in honor of that. We did a little rapid recap last week. This week, we're going to do a little rapid preview. So each of you guys will have 30 seconds. We're going to run down the games um, that are notable coming up this week and uh, give your take on them. So starting out, uh, Aaron, we'll start with you. Thursday night game, uh, Falcons versus Eagles.
1: I like Matt Ryan. Uh, Carson Wentz is not back, I guess, 100% healthy yet. I wouldn't like bet on him. Nick Foles, they look terrible. I'm going to be flat out on us against the Browns the other day. I mean, I like Matt Ryan. I like Freeman. I like Julio. I like the Falcons. Uh,
0: I like the Eagles in this game. You're raising the banner, Super Bowl. Um, A lot of, lot of hype after that. You got Foles coming back, MVP from the Super Bowl. Named your week one starter. Yeah, they struggled. It's preseason. They'll get it figured out. But I think when it's all said and done, you know, I, I do think with all the Eagles injuries, I do think they find a way to pull it out.
2: All right. One for the Falcons, one for the Eagles.
1: Next up, 49ers Vikings, Jimmy G versus
0: Kirkie.
1: I like Minnesota here. They got too many weapons, in my opinion. Uh, Diggs, they got, who they got but in the running back? Murray. Diggs stealing. They got Dalvin back. Oh, yeah. Cook's back. Actually, I think they cut Murray.
0: Latavius is still there.
1: All I'm saying is they're nasty. They're deep. Their defense is unbelievable. I'm not betting against them. Jimmy G will struggle at some point this year. I'm telling you.
2: Money, what do you got?
1: You so you're
0: it? saying Jimmy G's not going to struggle this game, but at some point this
1: year. I just think he's not going to have the same year that he had. Like he's the he last four
0: games. It. I understand. Yeah, they're coming back. Um, Jarek McKinnon's out on IR for San Francisco. Uh, I don't know, man. Jimmy G. I'm sticking with my boy Jimmy. Too
1: check much, out, check, too check, too much check, Gucci for me. <laughs> that's Gucci, dog. Yeah. But, yeah, I that. think
0: that I think that Jimmy G, Pierre Garcon hookup gets started nice and early. And I think there's going to be too much uh, for the Vikings. There's too much there to mesh on the first game.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. That was going to be that's my point, too. Kirk's weapons. got a lot of weapons, that's but a, he's got to learn how to use them. Exactly. Uh, moving on,
1: Bengals versus Colts. The return of Andrew Luck. I I don't really like either of these teams. But if I had to pick one, I gotta go with the Bengals just because they got AJ Green. I mean, you just throw it up to him. I think that's a safe enough bet by me. With the worst ranked currently team in the NFL. Well, they let Pac Man Jones go, right? So I think they're off to a better start than last year. <laughs> so I Andrew Luck's gonna come back. He's gonna he's gonna have a rust the first like three or four games. I
0: think yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the Bengals in this game. I think uh Oh, what's his name? They're running back. Joe Mixon. I think he has a breakout game, start of a great year. I think he has um, a really good year. Yeah, they, they get rid of Jeremy Hill. Um, I think that opens it up for you know him to take over. And they're quick back there now. You got Gio and him. Yeah. Like Their backfield is quick. What's
1: Tyler Eifer? Is he still but, out? No, I thought out. he was still out, but working back. I'm not seeing that. I want to see him back. No, he's back. He's, he's, uh, he's, back. Then he's you healthy, got, he should be starting.
0: Then you got... You said A.J. Green. You got John Ross on the outside. He's been yeah. showing some
1: things if he can hang on to the ball. So, uh, Bengals are quick. Yeah, um, but Bengals are a 9 wins team every single year. But they can't, you know what I'm saying? That's their thing.
0: That's fine. I'm just picking them against the Colts this, year, this week. I All
1: would right. too. All right. And
2: uh, I'm Bogart in this next one. Aaron, you're not allowed to talk. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Justin's going first than me because I want to talk about this one. Steelers versus the dog pound brownies
0: yeah same stuff different year steelers start one and no
2: that's it that's all you got
0: that's all you you're got you're not no. worried at all so i you know i'm that's mentality a mentality Ste- i want you as, to have as a steelers though. fan yeah you got to be a little bit worried i guess for america's team but, and god's uh, team. <laughs> and, god's, and god's team i'm sorry yeah Jeez. but um i think this is my early prediction steelers super bowl champs here we go
2: (laughs) yeah that's why your betting strategies are horrible we'll talk about that in a little bit um personally as browns fan i'm so excited for this game could it be a big disappointment yeah we're used to that that's fine but we've got a lot of weapons this year we've got carlos Hyde in the backfield we've got david njoku tight end i think he's going to be a huge factor we get to see uh tarad and see what he uh he can do with his new weapons jarvis landry um Josh Gordon I think we've got a better offensive line we're just all around better than we have been in a long time and I want to catch the Steelers sweet sleep in week one I think the Browns are going to take this one I think
0: Todd Haley pisses down his leg and doesn't know what play to call
1: (laughs) I I hate that dude I think honestly Ty was on on the money if uh Le'Veon shows up I mean I think I think the Browns have a chance if Le'Veon doesn't show up but if he shows up I think it's over I, I mean, it's not the beer. The beer fridges can wait to be open until <laughs> week two.
2: All right, fair enough. Uh, moving on, Chiefs versus Chargers.
1: Pat Mahomes come out party against Phil Rivers. Ain't buying it. I got Phil Rivers. I got Keenan Allen. I got Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. I'm. I got. What's my guy? Your guy. Who's their uh, tight end? Antonio Gates. Yeah, but he ain't even their guy. <laughs> Antonio Gates <laughs> he's signs, 85
0: years old don't matter come back from free agency he's gonna be a top 10 tight end this year no uh yeah I agree I think Chargers are gonna be too much for him uh
2: yeah all right know. let's talk Sunday night football Bears versus
1: Packers the classic NFL matchup I mean unless like Mitchell Trubisky has got like hands and foot better <laughs> I, this is not even going to be a close. I, I mean, I think the Bears defense got better. They got Khalil Mack. going I was gonna say, why are we even talking about this game? Because of Khalil Mack, you know, so, <laughs> and it's Sunday night. Okay. It's, it's like, Sunday night. It's, it's a Thursday Sunday night Packers. game. So it's like going to be, it's going to be a fantasy game that people are going to want to know about. But here's the thing. If you have uh Packers receivers play every one of them, next yeah i think yeah
0: i think aaron Rodgers shows you why he's mvp best quarterback out there shows you why
1: he's got 137 (laughs) milli and he's got jimmy graham more places to spread the love this year too oh Oh my gosh they got jimmy on the goal line think about that that's gonna gonna be be amazing i think ridiculous
2: all right uh monday night football two games Talk about here jets versus lions start with that one uh
0: sam darnold youngest player to start a monday night football game was it or at least for the jets um I don't know. I think the Lions... You think he's ready?
2: How do you think he's going to do?
0: Hey, I've heard really good things, uh, read really good things about him, saying his pocket presence just for as young as he is is top of the line. Um can't remember who said it, but they like practiced together, uh, maybe from the Redskins. But I don't know. I, I still think the Jets still have a lot of rebuilding to do. Um,
1: Lions, Lions got too much. I mean, yeah, I mean... They they got. It's not that they have too much. They have more. They have too many weapons. Golden Tate, Theo, um, Callaway. They, they Yeah, they got way too many guys, and the Jets are just so. Fra- I mean, the Jets won six games last year with with McCown, or what was it? Is it was it McCown? McCown. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's six more games than they should have won.
0: I think that was a you know underestimated them and.
1: Right, Robbie Anderson. Robbie play Anderson with. played good. Like guys like that were having so, free games. Robbie years. Anderson,
0: speaking of him, he has what against them a pending charge that he might not he might even get. Everybody's suspended. got a pending
2: charge. Yeah, you know, so, they're I mean, investigating pending suspension. Yeah, suspension so, could be looming. Yep. Yeah, Whatever. So
0: I don't know. I think the Jets they have they're putting the pieces in place. I think they might do worse than last year.
1: But I mean the yeah. Patriots, the Patriots are still the Patriots. I mean, I think they got worse. Yeah, the, dolphins, got the Dolphins, the, the dolphins, dolphins are ter- worse than they were last year, in my opinion. I mean, they're they were tanking anyway. Yeah. And I don't even know who else is in their division, but they're not good either. Titans. Are, All right. Uh, yeah, Titans aren't in it. The other Monday night game, uh, last one we're going to talk about today:
2: Rams versus the Raiders. Rams versus the Raiders. Uh,
0: Gruden gets his crew back. Gruden starts crying. <laughs> I hate Joe Flacco, but. He has a coming out party. Um Crabtree comes back into Oakland and shows not, him why he should have never left. No. No. That's the Rams. <laughs> you told me the Ravens, right? Raiders.
2: Huh? The Rams versus the Raiders. Let's see, can we cut that? Yeah, just yeah, keep going. We'll cut
0: that. Uh, um oh Rams versus Raiders. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna cut that. Just go ahead. Rams versus Rams versus Raiders, Raiders? okay. <laughs>
0: So Rams versus Raiders, you got... I was going to say, when chill Joe Jared, Flacco Yeah, I was Raiders. like, wait, I thought...
1: I, I was like digging I got this where he was going with it. back here, but
0: uh, Rams versus Raiders, uh, what can you say? I got Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, just running all over Gruden and his defense there, like we said, without Khalil Mack now, trying to find that piece. Uh... Who does Derek Carr have now
1: to pass to? I mean he's Jordy got, Nelson. Yeah, he's got Jordy Fair and point. he has Cooper. I think Cooper's gonna have a like I mean, he has to have a bigger year than what he had last year because it was a straight up disappointment. Um their offense is I still think good enough to win a ton of games. I think they're they can't win this game. Rams are just too loaded. I mean, the Rams are loaded. They're the team to beat, in my opinion, in out West. I'm telling they're gonna
2: you. be tough. They're definitely gonna be tough. All right, NFL kicking off Thursday uh, with the Eagles and the Falcons. So excited! Um, so get your fantasy teams ready. Uh, what have you guys seen in the the fantasy scene? Just real quick, um, anything that surprised you with the with the drafts? You know uh, where have people been going. What have, what do you think about uh, the fantasy drafts so far this year?
0: I think running backs have been kind of falling right where I thought they would fall. Um...
1: Right, but there there's not enough running backs. <laughs> I think that's the it, case every the year.
0: What they say, like fifteen running backs. I think I saw
2: a statistic: fifteen to, running backs in the first two rounds to, on average. To me, my analogy for this is it's like Black Friday when it comes to running Good backs. Like you grief. just get in there, you got to grab them all up. And it get it is, out.
0: especially in a PPR league, because you know you got to find that running back that's right. going to be catching those receptions out of the backfield. Um, non PPR, I'm not as worried about it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean PPR PPR totally changed my decision on about two running backs. You know, it's total flip flop. I honest, I took Alvin Kamara number number three pick. I mean, at that point, and I, I was
2: going to take him at number four. That's the thing.
1: Well, you, like the problem is you're at you're at the point you take. Uh, um, so Le'Veon goes, and then Gurley goes, or Gurley goes, and then Le'Veon goes, and you're sitting there with the decision: Do you take uh, David Johnson? Do you take Zeke? Or camara those are the three running backs now i
0: saquon a, rated up there yeah they had run. him way too high yeah. like too
1: I, big of a risk yeah right so i went with camara just because of the ppr and and i i mean i seen a couple things the, antonio brown slipped to eight yeah i mean he slipped to eight and i think in a ppr he's top five but well everybody nuts. was looking for running backs once they started falling
0: i think a couple things too i saw uh in a couple of my other drafts I seen Jimmy G go pretty high. Both Jimmy Gs. Mm. <laughs> um I think the hype is what is up there for both of them. Yeah. Agreed. Uh I don't know who else. Gronk. I mean Gronk started going early. I took Gronk early. I yeah, can't but really say a lot, but I, I was that's at that the point.
1: Same thing every year. Like Gronk can win a season or he can cost you a season. Yep. So like that's that's your risk with Gronk like sixteenth, eighteenth, which is why I took Kelsey my second pick. I seen over that, Gronk. yeah.
0: I think I took Gronk. I had what second pick, so I would have took him. I just tried to get the fastest guys I could. <laughs> and I, mean, <laughs> I took I mean, Gronk twenty fifth. Yeah, I mean, my
2: strategy was going to be to take Kamara uh, and then try and get McCaffrey in the second round if he would have fallen. I was, if you want to talk about pass catching running McCaffrey backs, that would be was, a hell of a duo to have in the well, Listen was,
1: to mine. Yeah. I got Alvin and Lashawn. What up? Yeah, seen. I don't know why shot. you took shady. That's a terrible. You took pick.
0: shady right from under me, you dog. Because <laughs> Eminem just released that album.
1: I thought it was like shady meant to be.
2: All right, exciting stuff. Um, last thing we have to talk about today, uh, Justin. You want to tell us a little bit about your uh, your betting woes?
0: Yeah. So we're sitting there grilling some food on this fine Labor Day weekend, and you know <laughs> this already sounds bad. Yeah, this is already going terrible. <laughs> Drinking beers are flowing after a day of all day or is at the buckeye game so we're sitting there barry goes hey i get free money if you join this gambling site and i was like yeah barry blowing crap again you know do i really (laughs) want to do this and i'm like screw it i'll do it so i get on there i place a five dollar bet on lsu to win straight out
1: here, hold on, time out and then you oh. can finish your story. Okay. The thing he bet on, you guys gotta understand how like rare this is. Now so, you can finish your story. So
0: then I go into the prop bets and I'm ser- you know, scrolling through all the prop bets. Okay,
2: so you got LSU straight up to I, win. I for took five LSU bucks. straight okay. up
0: to win for five bucks, paid seven twenty five, I think. Sure. So he's a winner. He's So up. so yeah, so I'm scrolling through on this prop bet, and it says LSU to win by fourteen to
1: seventeen points. It gives you a full list. So So, it gives you like one to three. So like the fact that he picked 14 to 17. 14 to 17 plus 1,200, and I put five
0: bucks on it to win 60. So I'm sitting there like, all right, cool. You know, so it's going. It's like almost halftime. Like, I just need the freaking game to end and I'm a winner. You know? (laughs) But LSU went up. So LSU goes up 21-ish. No, they went up 23. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there.
1: And then Miami scored it. R- then uh, Miami
0: is starting to make their comeback. And I'm like, ah, crap. Okay, here we go. And Miami fizzles out. Game ends 33-17. 16-point difference. Money's a, winner. Winner, winner, Money's a winner. winner. Money's a winner. Money's a winner. So I'm like, you this know. This is sounding good
2: so far. Yeah, yeah,
0: so like Barry's texting me excited. I'm excited. <laughs> it's 1130 at night. I'm, you know, giddy. And I'm checking my phone. And I got paid for my straight-up bet LSU to win. I get to 7 dollars So my bank account's sitting $2.25 higher than what I started with. And I'm like, wait a second. It, so I'm circling, cycling through my
2: history. I'm missing about 55, yeah. 60 bones So I'm here. cycling
1: <laughs> through my history, and it shows a loss. And I'm like, what in the... I mean, at this point, he's opened, like, just opened the account and made, like, three bets, okay? Yeah. So, like, so, it's not hard to, like, say, okay, I bet on LSU to win. I bet right. on, like You don't yes. have a lot to keep right. of. Right.
0: So, so <laughs> I screenshot it, and I send it to Barry. Like, okay, did I bet the wrong thing? Am I looking at this wrong? What in the heck is going on? Next morning, Barry's like, hey, did you get paid yet? And I'm like, nope. Still says loss. So, next thing you know, I got to call these dang people. <laughs> so, I call in. Guy answers the phone. He goes, "Hello, this is uh, Larry."
1: <laughs> totally made up name, right? A, a Puerto Rican so, guy yeah. named Larry. <laughs> so
0: I'm like, "Oh crap, here we go," you know. But no, I I told him what happened, and you know, I was like, "This was the final score." They looked it up. He's like, "Let me talk to my supervisor." And within oh. 15 minutes, I had my 65 bucks back in my bank account. But I'm like, only me can I make a bet when... Yeah, finally so, once in my life I win on something.
1: They're like, "No, this guy's too paid. hot." Right, and not right. get
0: paid. So, <laughs> yeah, he he hit that
1: $7.25 center. we're not giving him the 65. So,
0: but, but yeah, that was my
1: uh Blunder. I mean, that's oh, a blunder. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Like, I've had to like complain about a couple. Th- like, just like lagging. Yeah, that's it.
2: crazy. I mean, that's not like a crazy prop bet. It's not like a parlay or anything. No, like that, but you right.
1: know. it's. It, I mean, the odds are like plus twelve hundred. So like, yeah. they're probably like clicking through. Like, oh, that probably didn't. Well, they're hit.
2: probably like, well, uh, there's only one guy hit this. He probably won't call in. I'm just. Right. You're not gonna pay him. I'm up. just
0: like, yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> hit this crazy prop bet, <laughs> and I'm like, that's the biggest payout I would have got of the day. And you're telling me I lose? Yeah. Like, come on.
2: Oh money. Yeah, well, all well that ends well you got your money good to go thanks larry thanks thanks, thanks larry. puerto rican larry larry
1: <laughs>
2: all right that's all the time we have this week uh like rate subscribe at after few pod on twitter check out our new website afterfew.com, uh check out all the nfl games college football games coming up and we will see you next week